0: Hey everybody, Will Brink here, Brinkzone.com. Going to try to briefly cover a very um, contentious topic, which of course are vaccines, COVID vaccines. So I'm going to try to keep this as neutral as I can, but I do have some thoughts that may be of value. Um, some some hypothesis and conjecture on my part to be sure, but as long as you're honest uh, <clears throat> about that, what you're doing, that being, you know, conjecture in science is perfectly okay, as long as you're being honest that that's what you're doing. Uh, if you're not being honest about that's what you're doing, that's when you get yourself into uh, trouble. Now, hypothesis is fine and it, it, you know, obviously you usually start with hypothesis, Uh, conjecture going to hypothesis and working your way through and that's how you end up with answers to things. Uh, Nothing wrong with that. I I use the word hypothesis um, accurately. I will say that theory, you have to understand that in science the word theory is not the same as it is used in typical English uh, usage. It's, It's different. So when people say I have a theory or so forth or when on the other side people mistakenly say well it's just a theory, it means they really don't understand the the term. So hypothesis is really the correct term to use uh, what other people would say theory. So regarding the vaccines, uh, I'm not going to uh, get into the the controversial topic about uh, dangers or lack thereof. Um, What I am going to talk about, though, is that nobody, no scientist, no researcher, no study, what have you, claims that there's zero risk because there's no such thing as zero risk. So the debate with the vaccines are, of course, going to be, is there risk and how much risk? And the real question of course is always risk to benefit. The real issue is not that there's zero risk. The issue is what is the risk of any vaccine or any drug or anything versus getting a disease? That's the question, but I'm not gonna talk about that. What I am going to talk about though, however, is that in those people that have issues with vaccines, that is anybody that, you know, legit, uh, is there's a serious side effect, uh, so my hypothesis is that the mechanism by which that happens is likely the same or very similar mechanism by how COVID creates, you know, serious illness. You know, obviously uh, uh, blood clots, you know, um, damage to the heart, damage to uh, lungs and so forth. The, there's, there's no reason to to think that the mechanism is not the same. It wouldn't make a lot of sense biologically physiologically speaking, that whatever damage the vaccines would cause or have caused somebody is like completely unique and different from how the virus, uh, how how COVID works, right? I I think that, I think that's a pretty safe angle. Now, I'm not a virologist and I'm not an immunologist. And again, this is conjecture on my part, but again, I'm, I'm usually got pretty good instincts on this. But hypothesis number one, like I say, is that I think the mechanism is likely the same. So What is that mechanism? Well, what I've been saying for a long time now, since this started in papers that I keep turning up, is that the damage caused by COVID is um, due to a uh, reactive oxygen species, a a large influx of reaction, what they call reactive oxygen species, leading to severe oxidative stress, which goes on to create the the hyperimmune response, um, which... I think people are mostly when the damage is caused by COVID as far as you know, hospitalizations and and, uh, uh, death and so forth, it is due to the hyperimmune response. Nobody debates that, but a serious missed opportunity of treatment uh, and so forth is for some reason that's not taking place is addressing this reactive oxygen species. And there's a lot of papers on that. When I first started talking about it, there were a few papers. Um, and I will link the article so I don't have to go into the whole process uh, of the of the pathway. Uh, I will link the article and I'll link a video below this so that I can save some time here. But my my hypothesis is that the, the mechanism of, of whatever damage um, might be caused by those vaccines is the same, uh, which is going to be severe oxidative stress uh, caused by reactive oxygen species. Now, I'd like to give myself credit and say, you know, I figured this all out on my own uh, because I'm so smart, but, um, I noticed this, that one of the early, early papers that came out in nature that the Chinese had published, um, basically outlined and said that that's what was going on, that they found their, um, a, a large release of iron, uh, free iron, free iron is extremely oxidative, uh, usually it's bound up, uh, in, in proteins, and what their paper said was that, uh, there was a a large release of iron uh which caused um uh reactive oxygen species and down the down the uh, negative pathways you went and so that tipped me off and I started looking into it and now that we've got a year plus into this there's a bunch of papers that support this and those are all sourced not even all of them but a number of them are sourced in the article and I consider this a major um missed opportunity of of treatment uh and addressing that um if it's not the key uh, aspect to serious complications and so forth from COVID, it is certainly a key. Um, so, I think this—I I don't think it's unreasonable to um, make the leap that the the whatever damage to certain group of people uh, those vaccines cause, you know, blood maybe it's a blood clotter or, or what have you. It's the same <clears throat> mechanism, and you know, so for those people, would it not again make sense to? Uh, let's say you're going to, uh, get the vaccine, you're nervous and you want to make sure that you have your, you're as, as resistant to any problems as you could be, then it would make sense again, in my view, um, to have your, your glutathione levels, uh, maxed out, your antioxidant defenses maxed out. Um, having something like lactoferrin, which sequesters, uh, free iron, and so forth, uh, in line, just as it should, in my view, be being used, uh, with any, anybody, you know, any COVID patient in the hospital. So that's, that's conjecture number one. And number two is that I also tend to think because of that, that those people that have serious, whatever that may be very small or more than, you know, that's being reported, whatever people's position is, those people that have problems with the vaccine are probably people who have, would have serious issues with COVID. Again, I don't think that's a big leap. Uh, um, It it doesn't make a lot of sense to me that somebody, you know, would have a a, a terrible reaction to a vaccine and would have a minimal uh, uh, response to actually getting exposed to COVID. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me from a, you know, physiological, uh, biological perspective. But again, it doesn't mean it's it's accurate, you know. Um, But I'm usually, I've got pretty good instincts for this type of thing. And that, those are my two. So in a sense... You know, from a risk to benefit, it's probably still uh, a plus to have gotten the, the vaccine because that probably that same person would have had even, an even worse time with COVID again. But that is conjecture on my part. Now, I've been looking for papers to connect those dots as far as looking specifically at uh, looking for things like oxidative stress, reactive oxygen species um, and so forth specific to vaccines. And I haven't been able to find any papers. Um, that are, you know, really uh, connect that dot. And if anybody out there listening, any research or whatever has uh, any papers, knows of any papers, wants to share them, by all means, let me know. Um, There's a ton of papers at this point connecting the dots, as I said, uh, specific to uh, how how it applies to COVID and how COVID creates, you know, so much havoc with various organs and so forth. So if those two, if that conjecture, that hypothesis on my part is correct, I think the 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 way to uh, a one way at least to to address it, either one is is similar. Um, so I think that's you know I think that's that's my that's my two major hypothesis on on what's going on here, and um, I, I just I'm just sort of uh, you know I was hoping by now a year plus into this that uh, that what I see as as the main driver of of the damage uh, that probably could be at least mitigated quite a bit, if not avoided, is still not being picked up on. And I, am I'm, I'm, I'm getting a little frustrated about that. So that's what I think personally is going on with whatever side effects, uh, take place from, from the vaccines as a parallel to, you know, the, what, how the, the virus itself creates, uh, so much havoc. So if that makes sense, you know, um, let me know. Uh, like I said, I'm happy to open this one up and I'm not as I'm just want to be very clear that the entire point of this is to is to forward a hy- hypothesis and maybe fill in the blanks. And if it's not correct, um, that's fine. But uh, that's how we make some progress is to open this up and have a, you know, an honest discussion of it. Um, I also believe that some of the other uh, medications that are being used um, such as, uh, steroids and, uh, perhaps, you know, ivermectin and what have you, they, they address some of those issues, but they're still addressing it one step too late. It doesn't address, uh, it doesn't address the oxidative stress. It doesn't address the, the reactive oxygen species. It, it addresses the, it's going more at the, uh, the inflammatory aspect of phase, but that's one step later than, you know, than you need to be. You should be, uh, you should be dealing with it one step earlier. Just makes sense to me. So that's my, that's my thought on, um the vaccines in in parallel to uh covet itself and how I, I i think the the underlying mechanisms of, of whatever damage or, or side effects you know some people may have are connected so uh, that's all i got to say on that one i'll keep it short and uh, there will be some links below this to you know for you guys to fill in the gaps if you had questions uh, and want uh, papers and sources and stuff see you all on the brink song